0: Welcome back to the Live Lucky Podcast, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, so, as you know, we've been going down this path of trying to understand the understand this question of what is possible, and so we've kind of deemed this year learning how to live limitlessly. And so uh, this past month we were talking a lot about and reading through The Biology of Belief by Dr. Bruce Lipton, and we gained so much from his understanding of cell biology. And so now this is the first uh, part one of going into Jim Quick's book called Limitless. And and this was the one I was going to originally start with at the beginning of the year, but uh, Amazon ended up—it came later than the other one, so here we are. We're doing this now— But Jim Quick, you know, this book Limitless, his whole angle here is upgrading your brain, learning anything faster, and unlocking your exceptional life. Uh, Basically, his story is that when he was in elementary school, he uh, had a concussion, a pretty bad concussion, and everything changed for him from that moment on. He said he was never really the best student before that, but it just got worse. It got harder to think. Focus and learn and understand and concentrate and all these things that can happen with a concussion. And so he uh, basically grew up believing that he had a broken brain. Kind of believing, you know, in a lot of ways, it's not possible to have something different than this. Uh, So, I'm going to fast forward here because obviously Jim Quick, uh, he is known around the globe. I think he's, in the book at least, I don't know if this has increased since then, but he said he's worked with 195 different countries in the world to help them with upgrading their brains. So this guy, that's why I did bring him in, even though he is not a doctor or a PhD of any kind, he still has a lot of influence around the world Um, I mean, from people who are actors to CEOs of companies to I mean, just all over. And so uh, I thought that what he's bringing to the table could be very relevant for us, as we're trying to understand that question of what is possible. And so this month, or yeah, this month, we're focusing on, you know, how can I upgrade my brain, learn faster, and, you know, live limitless. So one of the things that I loved in the beginning of uh, the book, he wrote that he has this quote. It says, I believe the ultimate adventure we are all on is to reveal and realize our fullest potential and inspire others to do the same. And I I just resonated with that so much because I feel like that's a lot of what I'm trying to do is just, hey, let's see how far we can push this thing. And if you guys on the other end of this, it helps you guys out and inspires you and increases your hope, then, man, I I think I've done my job. Um, But what he was saying is the goal here is what he calls transcending. Essentially, ending the trance. Okay, and what he meant by that is when we grow up, you know, we've talked about this in our earlier episodes how by the age of three, we create all of the framework for, you know, relational strategies and our belief system in a lot of different ways by the age of three years old. So what he's saying is this learned programming is essentially what, just like Bruce Lipton talked about last month, this is kind of that uh, unconscious program that is just going on and on. Uh, automatically, unless we change it up. So we want to end the programming, end the trance, and grow through that and change that unconscious uh, programming. So the first thing he said, you know, is just imperative. And I think this is something, if you're listening, you know, you're interested in this, but believe you're unlimited. That's the first step here, because again, you're opening yourself up to hope. Okay, because if you don't even believe it's possible to, um, you know, have have, uh, meet your health goals or relational goals or work goals or whatever it might be, if you just believe this is the hand I was dealt and this is all I get, then I think I can't remember if it was it was one of the presidents. I'm sure I can't remember which one off the top of my head. But, you know, if you believe you can or believe you can't, you're you're right and that's exactly what he's saying. And, and I absolutely agree with that statement. <clears throat> so, you know, to help him get out of his own head, uh, <clears throat> he was in college. He's like, I barely made it to college. I, I don't even know how I got there. Uh, but one he was just drowning, just drowning in, in homework and, and trying to understand the different classes and lectures and everything. And about ready to just throw in the towel. He's like, I, I just can't. Right. So his friend who went to college with him, saw how much he was struggling. And he's like, you know what, come with me to my, my, uh, family house over the weekend or lake house or something. So when he was there, this friend's father, uh, took him aside and just kind of asked him, Hey, how you doing? And, you know, of course, Jim just starts bawling, you know, just kind of poured out his heart and just, you know, it's almost like the, f- he couldn't even help it, you know, but his, his friend's father, uh, asked him four really powerful questions. And I thought this was really interesting. He says, what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? And what do you want to share? And so, you know, and he gave Jim a piece of paper to write it down on. So Jim's scribbling away all these different things about what he wants in his future and life and everything. And uh, I just thought it was so cool because he's like, "Um, the, the, The father took the piece of paper away, and he's like, you know, you're about 10 inches away. You know, he kind of holds his hands apart, about 10 inches away from meeting all of these goals. And Jim's like, what are you, crazy? Like, some of these things I could never even finish in my entire lifetime. And uh, so then he says, you know, show me how wide my hands are right now. So Jim mimics him, puts his hands out, and then he takes Jim's hands, and he sets them on his ears. So what he was saying was, it's the brain in between, the belief system, that's holding you back, right? You have to believe you're unlimited before you can be it, okay? Um, and I think even last month we had talked about, you know, you have to believe it, but you also have to feel it in order to be it. So there's another step in there, I believe, and, and I think that Jim will probably get more into that part later. Um, But another part that I thought was really good was he quoted Einstein. He says, Einstein said, no problem can be solved with the same level of consciousness that created it. And so again, if we're trying to think about things the same way all the time, not looking through any other perspectives or any other lenses or asking other questions, we're never going to to learn and grow through that. We're never going to solve the problem. Okay, so if you have got this problem and you're trying to solve it the exact same way every single time, obviously it's not working, right? You've got to think and look through different lenses in order to try to solve it a different way, because what you're doing isn't working, right? So through all of this, uh, you know, I think Jim said it took him two decades to really put all of his stuff together. He had a podcast. I think he still has one. Um, But uh, his whole limitless model. And so it took him, a, you know, quite a while to really put it all together. But now, you know, he, uh, uh, like I said, he's doing very well for himself. We'll just put it that way. You know, so the, his limitless model basically is kind of like, um, it looks at three particular areas. Okay. The first one is mindset. Okay, and oftentimes we have this low belief of ourselves or our capabilities, what we deserve, you know, and again, what is possible? So in his mindset, he's like, this is where we really start, because again, if we can't believe in the impossible, we're never going to see it. Okay, so the mindset is kind of that question of what is possible, you know, it's the what. What is possible? What is it that you want? What capability? What you know, What is it that you want to step into? And then the second thing here is, uh, and all three of them are M's, uh, this, and he, he kind of likes to do that, uh, motivation. You know, it's kind of your your purpose, you know, your, but oftentimes we have this lack of drive or, or lack of purpose or even a lack of energy to take action. You know, we lack of motivation, right, is what we always call it. But he says, you know, our purpose is really what drives motivation, and what and, and that is the why. I don't know if you guys have ever heard Simon Sinek, but I probably have talked about him before because I, I love his uh, YouTube video on the why, and if you haven't heard it, go check it out. Um, so there's mindset, which is the what, motivation is the why, and then the last M is method. Okay, so he's saying... You know, and this is the ineffective processes that you're using. So trying to do things the exact same way to get different results. Okay, and we all know that's the definition of insanity, right? So we've got to do things differently, look at things differently. If you've only looked through one lens and said, I have to make this lens work, um, well, it's time to try a different lens because it's not working. So that's the how. So we've got mindset's the what, motivation's the why, and then method is the how. Now he does go, of course, in his book, a little deeper into all of those things. Um, But I want to just um, move on to some of the blocks that he says uh, block us from being limitless. And he calls them the four horsemen of our age. And again, we're going to do four D's this time. And so it's the digital deluge Which, um, this is where, I mean, this is no surprise, right? We are constantly bombarded with information. I mean, constantly. Whether it's social media, whether it's news, I mean, it doesn't matter. You have got so much information coming at you every single day, right? And it can cause this, what he calls, digital deluge, where it's just this overload or another way we can look at this is overconsumption without digestion. You know, we spend all this time consuming, listening to podcasts, listening to all these things, reading books, but if we are not sitting with that to digest it, to make it personal and practical, you're just consuming. It's, it's not actually going to digest to produce the energy that you need to move and create action and do the things and be the person you want to be. Right? We've got to take breaks. Even I'm, I'm all about, obviously, listening to podcasts. Um, and you are too if you're tuning in. But again, if we're just moving right on to the next podcast without actually sitting and, and thinking about some of these things, we're missing the boat. Right? We have to consume, digest, and then I say create. Right? Whether that's you know, being who you want to be or doing what you want to do. to, To me, that's kind of almost one of the, well, anyway. So then we've got the second one, which is digital distraction. Okay. And this is, you know, we've basically trained our brain for distraction through multitasking and trying to do all these things at one time and, you know, or just distracting us from the things that maybe we do need to be focusing on. So, Um, Whether it's, you know, binge watching, uh, you know, some type of a a series on Netflix or, you know, Prime or Disney or, you know, HBO Max, wherever you're watching. Um, Or if you, you know, you're just on social media flipping through all the time and you're just distracting yourself from what's really important, you know. And if you don't have the answer to that question, that's a great place to start. What is important to me, you know. And so um, I think as you guys, if you guys have been listening for a while, you've noticed I've been doing three podcasts a week for a while now. Uh, this past week, you know, I had one out on Monday and then I did an interview Wednesday and I didn't have anything for you on Friday because I'm realizing I've got to re- restructure some things in my own life, okay? And so I'm kind of scaling back to just one solo episode a week on Mondays um, just to create a little bit more balance in my life um, i'm backing out of doing the live lucky lives um, again if i'm trying to get a certain outcome and doing the exact same thing over and over it's not going to work and so um, that's i'm restructuring some things so that hopefully I can get be who I want to be and, and and step into the goals I have for myself so Anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. Um, but uh, so that's the, we talked about digital deluge, which is the first block to limitless. Second one is digital distraction, just literally just distracting ourselves from what's important. And, and the third one is digital dementia. And this is that relying on technology to remember for us. And uh, I am absolutely guilty of this one. You know, we've moved to North Carolina about, well, it's over a year and a half ago now, I think. Um, but it's like, I work from home, you know, I do so much from home that I haven't spent a lot of time driving around trying to learn the, the lays of the land. You know, we get, it's not like I'm a total recluse or anything, but at the same time, like... I just put a GPS. And so like my wife and I went on a hike yesterday and I was like, I know I'd been there before, you know, to at least a different hike at that place. But, um, but I couldn't remember how to get there. And so I'm like, okay, GPS. And she's like, you know, she's way better at this than me. But so I, uh, this is definitely one I want to work on, relying on technology less. Because what it happens when we do that, it actually results in breaking down of our cognitive abilities. And so if you think about, you know, if if not getting dementia and, you know, all these things are important to you to have your critical thinking skills and all these things when you are older, we've got to start now, okay? It's funny, in the book it says, you know, stop now and memorize one of your best friends numbers cuz i'm sure you don't know it and i was like oh my gosh that's absolutely true you know one of my best friends i don't even know his phone number i i had to look it up and so i did memorize it and the next time i called him i actually typed it in i didn't i didn't just hit his name and hit call you know which is what i just always do i just rely on technology for everything to remember everything for me and so part of that he um jim quick hits on this idea of Sometimes we get into this misconception that our brains are more like a hard drive than they are a muscle. And that's absolutely true. I thought, oh, if I just focus on the things I need to focus on, I'll remember those and I won't have to fill up my hard drive with all these little things. But he says that's absolutely false. Not true in the least. He says the more you use your brain, it's a muscle that's what it is and if you're not using it you're going to lose it you know and and so we have to start um if this is important to you i'll just put it that way if it's important to you not to end up with some you know shortcomings in your mental capacities later in life let's start now let's start memorizing our friends numbers let's start you know trying to remember things and um taking the time to digest things. And, and then, uh, the anyway, so the fourth one here is called, the fourth block to Limitless, he says, is the digital deduction. And I thought this was so interesting because it basically is this idea that we look to everyone else on social media, in the news, in books, you know, basically everywhere outside of ourselves to help us to, Believe what we are supposed to believe and think what we're supposed to think, and we just take everybody else's opinion and create it as our own, you know. Which it was so interesting because he's like, Yeah, this results in poor critical thinking skills. If you're only consuming and just regurgitating what other people are saying, you are not actually thinking, you're not using those critical thinking skills, and again. the the brain is a muscle. If you're not using those different parts, you are going to lose them. So he said, you know, poor critical thinking skills, poor problem solving, and poor creativity. If you're not pouring some time and effort into your critical thinking skills, problem solving skills, and even creativity, these are really important pieces of keeping your brain, uh, well, moving into a limitless possibilities with your brain. So Those are the four different blocks to listening. And uh, I'm trying to get through the first, like, we'll say 70 pages, or I might even go more. I'm honestly, you know, I'm recording this right now, and I'm already almost halfway through the book because it is good. Um, So we'll see how long I take to get through this book. But uh, the second thing that he did really hit on, you know, is that neuroplasticity... Explains how anything is possible, you know. And if you listen to my pod episodes on Bruce Lipton's uh, "The Biology of Belief," and we are talking about epigenetics, you know, neuroplasticity is very similar to that same idea. That we used to believe that you know we could not uh, cr- create more connections and uh, actually allow our brains to heal and all these things. We kind of thought of our brains as a machine versus what it really is and it's a muscle that can grow at any age now the older you get just naturally with these bodies um at least at this point what i'm just gonna leave that open ended here right we're talking about what is possible but at this point you know we're seeing that over over time our muscles you know if we are not using them and we're in our 80s 90s you know we have lost a lot of that muscle mass and dexterity and strength and all those things. Our brain is the same way, okay? It's no different. And so neuroplasticity explains how we can use our brain to live the impossible, okay? So it has virtually infinite storage. Let me say that again. You might not caught it the first time. Believe that your brain has virtually infinite storage because that's the reality of it, okay? Don't limit yourself in believing you only have so much space up there. That's just a belief, but we know that's what's going to create your reality. So let's switch that belief. So then the last part that I'm going to hit on today is uh, what he calls his FASTER method to learn anything quickly. And the first thing here, uh, and, and FASTER is an acronym, so F-A-S-T-E-R. So the wor- the F is Forget about your limitations, which is something we've already talked about, right? A is act, okay? Learning is not a spectator sport. You have to consume, digest, and then create, right? We can't. We have to take that time to digest and then create something with it, you know? Allow it to change your life in some way. And then tell someone about it. And actually, that's one of his other things. But anyway, so F... A And then S is state-dependent learning. And this is where he's starting to bring in some of the emotions, because, but in a different aspect than we have talked about. But he's saying, you know, connect emotions with learning to help you remember. Because if you think about it, uh, from your past, how do you actually connect to the memories of the past? Through emotion, right? Like if it wasn't emotional, you're not going to remember it. So again, if you create emotions with the learning, you will actually remember better. Um, So, yeah, just something to try out. The T, like I I was kind of alluding to here, but it's teach others what you're learning. So share it with other people. Like I said, consume it, digest it, create, and then share that creation with other people, what you're learning and how you are changing. You know, allow your change story to to influence and inspire other people. Now, the E in FASTER is enter it into your schedule. Okay, don't just hope that, oh, you know, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that because we all know, and I'm guilty of this too, you know, if we don't put it on our schedules, it ain't happening. (laughs) Just that's plain and simple, you know. So making sure you're scheduling time to consume, digest, create, and share. And last is just the R in FASTER is review through repetition. You know, I think about, you know, when I was trying to remember my friend's phone number, I had to write it down, I had to say it over and over and over, and then I had to actually call him, too, so that I could remember his number. You know, but it's that repetition that creates those neural pathways in a strong way. If you kind of think about trying to create a new pathway in your brain is like trying to pave a road. And the more times we go down it, the more we're actually paving it, okay? But if you don't repeat it and you just go down one time, we're going to forget where the road is. The grass is going to grow up, you know, and it's going to cover up the tracks, and we won't even remember where that track was, you know? But emotions can help with remembering that too, so just tying that back in. So um, the last thing he hit on here was asking something I thought was really cool, and it's, what is your driving question? Or questions, right? This year, like I said, my driving question is what is possible? How far can we take this thing? How, how, how much can I remember? How much can I be active? How much can I heal? How much can I, you know, love my family and, and others and, you know, whatever it might be, but really trying to step into that driving question, whatever that is for you, you know. Now, He's saying if you are consuming and you have a driving question, use it. Prepare for reading something, you know. And so you've got your driving question and you're going to consume something. Then you're thinking, you know, how can I use this? Why should I use this? You know, when will I use this? You know, all those things. So you're already trying to think about this while you're reading, which is going to help you remember it more, right? So it all feeds back into the things that, you know, he's he's talking about in in the book here. So um so I'm gonna be honest, like reading through the book so far, this half, um, you know, it's really good information. For me it's not so new, um, but I think there's some really, really great reminders in here. And so uh, hopefully for you guys tuning in, this was something that, you know, you can again not just consume, but figure out what it is you want to digest and focus on and spend some time in it. How do you want to, to create yourself or your life in a different way using some of this information here? Because that's all it is. It's just information, you know? You've got to actually use the information, you know? So, <clears throat> so what are you going to take away from this episode today? And then what are you going to do, right? Let's put it on our calendars. Let's try to plan for a better life, answering that question of what is possible. Let's continue to live lucky and limitless, right? And remember, living lucky is not living alone. So please share this with friends um, if this was helpful for you. And then uh, I just thank you guys so much for tuning in today and just being here with me. I'm going to continue to talk about living lucky and living limitless next time. I hope you guys have a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you then. Have a great day.